Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's up? I'm not even going to say anything. We're just going to get right into it. Do your thing. We got... Keith Smith, yes, welcome to the sir. show, Keith Smith. What's going on, Hanging man. with the boys. Hold on, man. What? You said Keith get hyped. He, what's going on, man? He's tired. He just got out of <laughs> practice. Man, let me, let me recoup a little bit. <laughs> he got to get hydrated. Yeah. Got Mike's the... setting in, so I'm okay. be back in a second. He'll get there. Wow. He'll get there when we start talking about Chipotle in a minute. Ooh, okay. He'll get hyped. So don't, don't, you like Chipotle? My, that's my. That's my. Oh story. man, my kids go crazy. If I Christmas time, Dad ain't got no money because they be flipping. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chipotle wow. King, man. That's my. That's my thing. That's my thing. Okay. So remember that now. If y'all, if y'all holler at your boy, just throw a Chipotle at him. He yeah. may. He hey, oh, we, we best friends. <laughs> hey, sponsorship. We're gonna plug a lot of Chipotle today, so yeah. get Keith a deal. Yeah, I'm gonna work I on that. Need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith, wow. before we get into the football stuff, tell us a little bit about you know where you grew up, where you went to high school, getting recruited out of high school, where you went to college, and how you got here. You had a long road here, right? Long journey. Started long journey. started started off in high school. Yeah, it started. Off, uh, I, I'm from Pomona, California. It's oh, over in the wow. LA area. Uh, grew up in Covina. And went to high school out there, and uh, you know, it's it's a little outer outer city of of the. Of, it's not really downtown LA, so it's it's the suburbs and whatnot. But um, I mean, it's not it's not too much to do out there, you know what I'm saying? But when when you when you got limited resources, you <laughs> find a way. You right, know, so right. You find a way to have a good time. That's like me being an only child. I just made friends up, so I had imaginary friends until <laughs> yeah. I was like in the fifth grade. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a whole other show. Okay. That's another show. Right, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so I mean, it was uh, my, I, I went to a pretty good football high school. We have a lot of tradition there. My uh, head coach, he's, he has like over 100 wins. And uh, it might be 200 wins wow. in his career. So, like, he's a legend out there. But um, Name of the, the high school again? Charter Oak High School. Okay. Covina, California, yeah. Um, back-to-back CIF champions, you know what I'm saying? My, my no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. But, but, um, what position did you play in high school? I played linebacker primarily. And then my senior year, I played a little bit of fullback and tight end. So, I mean, I've always tried to be an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Like, co- my freshman year, I was like five two, like one sixty five, fat, right? Two, like a tweener, <laughs> a complete tweener. Didn't right. didn't know what I was gonna do, but right. I was fortunate to have my brother in law. He actually played at the same high school, and he uh he played in the league, so he played for the Colts for a couple. I want to say three years, and then went to the Saints. Named Jason David, and uh, won a Super Bowl with them. So I mean. When he was back on his off season, he would train me and stuff. So that's kind of where I I got my footwork and stuff and started uh, developing into an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then it just went from there. And then in high school, I had a good career. Got kind of overlooked because my uh, my speed, people slept on my speed. But I mean, I've never been the fastest guy in the world. I mean, I'm just a football player. I like to say so. Uh, I ended up going to San Jose State. And uh, I, probably the biggest offer I had was Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it. I went on a visit, but it was kind of far from my family. Like, 
all the teams we played, they played at the time, they weren't in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, I would have been there in a second. Yeah. But then I had San what Jose. What did they recruit you as? They recruited me as a linebacker. Okay. Is that what San Jose State did? Yeah, yeah. But so ironic thing is Coach Mack, Mike McIntyre, he actually was here for a little bit. And um, he got the job late at San Jose State. So his last, like, three weeks of recruiting were, like, rush recruiting. He was on me hard. And I ended up, like, liking what he had to, had to say and whatnot. And we had a good class, so I ended up committing there and then going there. And so uh, after my junior year, we went 11-2, we went, uh, and two, won our bowl game. And it finished up ranked. And Mike McIntyre ended up getting a job at Colorado. Oh. So, so he, wow. uh, him and our whole staff left and went to Colorado. And I was like, <laughs> really? I'm, yeah. stu- yeah. I'm stuck. I'm wow, stuck. okay. Here we go. So, I mean, it was, it was, it, it hurt. But, I mean, when you hear what he got offered, it was like, it's a business. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So you can't be mad at him. I'm sure at the time I was pissed and hated his guts but I you mean, still talk to him ever yeah oh definitely yeah I mean I'm real cool with coach McIntyre and and that whole staff that went over there and they they pretty much turned around our whole program at San Jose State my my uh freshman year we went I want to say two and two and ten some some mm. ridiculous right right terrible wow. and then two <laughs> years later we were ranked wow so I mean we had a good group of guys, you know, Benet, Ben Wicker, he was over there mm-hmm. with me. So, okay. I mean, we were, we were kind of leading the defense over there and uh, had a, a nice little career over there. And then we tried to do it again my senior year, but it was just kind of tough with the coaching change and the system. And when I, things just didn't really click as, as good, but uh, then it went from there. Did you get drafted? Undrafted. Undrafted? Where did yeah. you sign first in the um, NFL? Dallas Cowboys. It was my first. I, man, I've been I've been blessed to stay in this system because I know plenty of people, especially in my position, that has bounced around probably ten teams type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so it's very rare to be up and down on the active roster and whatnot and not end up somewhere else. You right. know what I'm saying? So I mean, I was I was very fortunate, and I always thank God for that because I mean. He kind of kept my head in in the same spot, you know what I'm saying? Having not having to deal with all the uh, off the field stuff, t- getting a new apartment, moving your stuff, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Family, all that. So, are, are you helping Benet with that now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now he they they kind of help you out the first couple weeks you here, and then I t- I I told him I was like, you know, you good at my spot until you find a place you got to get out. You better put a deadline on that. It'll be there also. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Now, he played linebacker in high school, college. He came here. And when did did they approach you with that fullback deal right away? Or how did they handle that? You know, I mean, like I said, I was up and down on, mm. the, on the active roster. So I was always a scout team guy. You know what I'm saying? So right. I just try to get in where I fit in, try to help where I could. And. Uh, I was doing a lot of offensive stuff, and I ended up. Uh, it was it started to get fun to me, you know what I'm saying. So I was out there getting competitive, and and I was actually starting to make plays on on against our defense right. and stuff, you know what I'm saying. And so they kind of were like, like, oh okay. And then 
guys around me, older dudes are like, "Well, you better chill before they switch you to that other side of the <laughs> right, field." Right, right, I'm right. like, I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. So I mean, I just kept doing what I was doing, and then uh, towards the end of uh, my second year, they uh, GB, our running back coach, he uh, came up to me. He was like. Hey, what you what you think? Of, you think you can handle that running back room? Blah blah. And I'm like, man, just put me somewhere that's gonna get me on the field. You know? Right, what I'm right, right. And I didn't know they was that serious about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> till till at exit meetings, Coach Garrett was like, yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna try you out at fullback. Blah blah blah. And I was like, dang, like, yeah, you know, yeah, a whole different scout language, team so. turned into real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, but it was a it was a blessing in disguise because I got a, a much better opportunity on the offensive side than I did defensive side. So you found that out like your exit interview that off season. Did it change your workouts at all? Did you have to prepare differently? You know, I didn't know what exactly what they had planned for me, so I was kind of doing both. And like I was telling y'all about my brother-in-law, mm. he played in the league. He actually has a a, a really high-end uh, sports performance facility uh, called Stars back in Anaheim. It's close to to my hometown, so whenever I go back home, I have somewhere to train, and it's it's top-notch level training, you right. know. And so like. I got receiver dudes. I was working on everything basically back at home, so it was it was pretty cool. Hey, so now I watch you closely, man. And uh, me and Broadus and uh, you, you, bro, you be you be digging. It, it, I ain't seen this since. You be digging folks out, bro. And uh, you don't wind up with a lot of headaches, man. Nah, man. You know, <laughs> I'm saying, no, nah, I'm a llama. I'm a, I was up close, so we yeah. button. But I'm watching him. Come from his fullback position, go around an offensive guard and dig a linebacker out, man. And he, you be head first a lot, man. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, I, I feel like it's just is there's a little different nuances mm -hmm. on the type of blocks you gotta do because sometimes you have no choice but to put your face in there. You know what I'm saying? And then mm -hmm. sometimes you gotta go shoulders because a lot of times linebackers will come in there just with their shoulders. Right, so. Right. It's it's kind of you ain't got much surface, but to just shoulder to shoulder like right. a ram, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I feel like I come come with that linebacker mentality. I'm trying to yeah, you bro. You know I'm, I'm trying you to be punished. hit you too. You know what I'm saying? People <laughs> are like, how is it you now you're getting hit versus making? I'm like, man, I'm still trying to hit people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, we, we had Rod Smith on the show last last week or week before, mm. and he said the same thing because he played defense in high school. Yeah, and he was like. You know, I still have a defensive mentality. I still want to hit somebody. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's because I don't get the ball much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what else? <laughs> where else I'm gonna get my? I'm bored. So. I might as well hit somebody. Right, right. <laughs> so the special teams, man. Now you play kickoff, punt return. You just available for anything that gets you on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Basachi is good at that. He's he's real good at making sure that we know that the more you can do. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Literally last year, I remember. On kickoff return, I played every single spot on kickoff return except off returner right. and returner. You right. know what I'm saying? So it was like it was it was just like I was thinking about. It, I'm like, okay, like it's kind of kind of sucks, at, at <laughs> right? A little bit, you know, 
the unstableness of of not getting used to one position, but at the same time now when he switches you, you comfortable because you've been there before. You know what I'm saying? And and also it just gives you another depth. Like right. when so, if somebody goes down, you know you could just plug somebody in like that. So I mean, that's one thing I've been trying to. Uh, Stay up on is just knowing as much as I can. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this. Hurry question, up, Nate. Man. We got to get okay. off football. Okay. Okay. No, no, I'm off football, man. Okay. I, I got to ask you a question, uh, uh, man. Is I this see the, you walking here. Is, is this the one? Your body tight. You're looking uh, right, man. I know you where got this is going. Beautiful smile, man. <laughs> who, who that special lady out there, man? Talk to us. Man, I got one special lady, and that's right. my daughter, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, stay, I stay faithful to her. Man. I hear that. <laughs> you know I keep, keep my options open, but I'm, yeah. I'm making sure that she good for all that other stuff. I tell you what, okay. what's, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's at Beef31. 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 Follow this man on Instagram because <laughs> he has one of the best Instagram story accounts on the team. <laughs> it's all about him singing in the car. Right. Oh, you definitely going to get a concert. His daughter, like you will feel like right. you're part of the family because right. his <laughs> daughter's always on there and Chipotle. What's the obsession oh, yeah. of, with Chipotle? Where'd that come from? Man, Chipotle. What do you, how often do you eat there? People don't believe me. People don't believe me. When I'm not on my meal plan, they are my meal plan. I eat right. it at least two, three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say like five I, times wow, a week. Wow. I promise you. I promise you. Like, I'll go in there and they'll be like, oh, you're back? And they don't even say that anymore. They'll be like, oh, uh, chicken bowl. <laughs> they start getting out already. How'd that start? <laughs> oh, Chipotle just has been consistent for me since high school. Really? I remember. I remember in high school. Right. Uh, I, I forget who put me on Chipotle, but I was like, Chipotle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Chipotle, what is that? Like, then went in there, seen just the, the options, and that was it. And then it Game over. From there. <laughs> yeah, I used to go there at lunch every day. And just, I mean, it's it's never changed. And you know, for me, Chipotle, you got so many options. If I don't, I've eaten that so many times. Um, let me just throw some, uh, throw something yeah. else in there. Get half chicken, half steak. Kurt, now we got, got queso. Kurt, do you have a question? Because I got one. I gotta get. I gotta dig in and own it. Oh, so. I don't know about you. <laughs> you got a question? Gotta, okay. No, no I just want. You grew up two sisters and and your mom, obviously. Yeah. What was that like? House full of girls. No, not two sisters. Ten sisters. Ten Whoa. sisters. Uh-oh. Kurt got some bad Uh-oh. information. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, now, I do have two immediate sisters from my mom, but in all, with my dad, it's ten, ten girls and me. That's it? So, that's it. You're the, oh. only, you're the only boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's it. You used to get beat up a lot? Heck no. <laughs> okay. I had to fend, fend myself. I, was probably, I, I learned how to pull hair. Right. I, I, I was going to punch my sister in the face. You, you never know? brought a date home, yeah. did you? Man, yeah. I was scared, man. I was scared. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was good. It it, it really gave me a, a good understanding of women and how to yeah. tolerate them because, you know, it's a lot of emotions. Uh, that right. I saw we, you, you credit your mom's work ethic for really helping you growing up and even getting through all this up and down with the Cowboys, right? Yeah, she's she's the most hardworking person I know. You know what I'm saying? She put me and my two sisters through college by herself. You know what I'm saying? We all got degrees. And so, I mean, she's just a testament to hard work and just the strength that women got. You know what I'm saying? That's, she's really a super superhuman. I hate Last question. Last question. Gotta let him go. You got on an L.A. Lakers hat, man. Is you a is you a fan and what you think of ball? If you are, 
Oh, I'm definitely a Lakers fan. You know what okay. I'm saying? I, I mean, we've we've we went through our rough patch. But right. Zoe is is the second coming. He's he's the second coming. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh my God. The second we're coming. We gonna remind you that when the say, season starts. You know that, right? Coming back, baby. You know what I'm saying? We we bringing them back. And, and once we get LeBron, oh, it's <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so, were you a fan of all the LA teams growing up? Uh, Who was your football team? Honestly, I really didn't have a football team. I, my favorite player was Jerry Rice, though, growing okay. up. Yeah. yeah, And so I really liked the Niners until he left. And then uh, I kind of just didn't really have a, a, a team until uh, my brother-in-law came into my life. And then I was a big Colts fan because yeah. he played for the Colts. Right, right. And then I had love for the Saints when he went to the Saints. But I've never been, like, a diehard specific team fan. I, I've always liked players. Jerry Rice and then Emmett Smith because my last name is Smith, so I right. like I'm Emmett. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nate, Nate knows a little something about Emmett. Yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm, I'm looking time. at his Lakers hat. And I'm gonna bring it to you <laughs> during the season. I'm he, like, hey, homie, he's a yeah. Celtics fan. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm a, hey, hey, I grew up. Sorry, I grew up a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Keith, man, thanks for coming on Thank with you us. Very much. Gotta go take care of some business. Hopefully, we get you on later in the season. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I have no idea what we're talking about, so we're gonna let Kurt figure that out. Yeah, we got we, Tommy. Bye. <laughs> we, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag troop thanks. That's hashtag troop thanks. And by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Great Rider! You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash Cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. 
Back to hanging with the boys. We are back. The star, Frisco, Texas. Kurt Daniels, how you feeling? He's feeling good behind your computer. Wow. Nate, how you feeling? I'm super duper. Wow, Kurt. Kurt's going to tell us about some underwear. I'm so excited. Before we go forward. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, you had homework. I No. Did you want Nate my, gave you homework. Oh, man. He no, gave, you, you gave him one, the homework, and I wanted to he follow up. You had one job. One job on this show no, you, was you to rearrange what we finna talk that's about. Right. You cannot rearrange. rearrange. <laughs> See, Nate did a better job than you, and he didn't even have homework. With the sponsorship, probably be down here. Cussing us out, we rearrange. No, I talked to I talked to Tyler about it. And he you said they enough. they are so pleased that they are going to send us like a huge goodie bag. Really? Nate, Nate, yours is on order. I hear you, man. Go go ahead on and talk about it, man. Since you didn't do your job last, oh, time. do your job. <laughs> Tommy John underwear is in a league of its own. Mind blowing fabrics you can barely feel and designs to fit the modern man that eliminate bunching and wedgies. Plus, it's backed by the best pair you ever wear. It's free, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. That could have been so much better. If you, now, Dude, you know, don't, don't, you listeners, don't, don't get used to that. I mean, no. these, evidently these underwear are some pretty decent underwear for these guys to be excited about it the way they are. So yes. excited. Yeah. So excited. So excited. They are good underwear. So excited Douglas found the secret compartment out of the top. (laughs) Did you help him with that? I did not. (laughs) I did not. Thanks for asking, but I did not. Kurt, you still got got homework tonight. All right. Homework. Do it now. You don't do anything else on the show. Just type it up (laughs) while we're sitting here. All right, fellas. There's football again Sunday. Cowboys versus Broncos. Nate. Get your opinion first. Yes. The Cowboys win this game if they simply stay ahead of the chains. Meaning? If it's first and ten, you want it to be second and five or better. You want it to be second and five. And if it's second and five, you want it to be third and two or better. You want to stay way ahead of the chains. Normally you would say you want it to be Second and six. A four-yard game would be good enough. But that one yard can be a difference between where, depending on where you're at on the field and what situation, you may be passing that down. So that you, keeps the defense yeah. guessing because so, yeah. they, you, you can pass or run. Or run. You want to be able to always lean more towards the run versus this team. That's why I said saying second and six, you want second and five because now you need three yards to make it uh, third and two versus uh, four yards. So, you you got to stay ahead of the chains. Uh, they 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 think they have a good uh, run stopping defensive line. What we want to do is make that uh, number thirty one. I think his name Simeon or Taylor or somebody come up and uh, and defend that mm-hmm. defend that extra gap because we need to be able by them having good outside corners. We want to be able to uh, stretch them or either stress them. We want to stress them. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to stay ahead of the chains. They they had last week, they held uh, Phillip Rivers down. They had that offense in the middle of the third quarter uh, going into the fourth. These guys only had 143 yards, a total offense. And and, th- and this team is good enough to do that to anybody. Not, I know uh, 
The Chargers are not that good, but they got the ability. If you don't, if you mess around, they got the ability to hype it to the point where they can get you in that position through turnovers, through hits for losses. Uh, they, 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 they good now. They solid. They're a good team defensively. They are solid. Yeah. What, what else do the Cowboys need to do? Stay ahead of the chains. What else? Do not turn it over at all costs. Yeah, that's for sure. Do not turn it over at all costs. I mean. Uh, I, I tell people a lot of times when you play this, and you heard me say it yesterday, when you play a team of this nature, second and 10 ain't bad. But believe it or not, second and 11 turns these turns the sharks on. <laughs> no negative plays. It, it's just whenever you give a great defense uh, just, just a sliver, they, they, you know, it's like the great Michael Jordan. You, Michael Jordan can never have never played you before. He'll go dig up something on you and decide he don't like that about you. Mm-hmm. And that's how Seattle's like that, Denver's like that. Just any any uh, second and ten, that's you know they know you may have to pass, but if it's second and eleven, they turn into they 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 they'll blitz you. They'll get great movement. I mean, it's just turned into a different team, right? And what Nate's saying is. If you get in a situation where the defense knows it's a passing down, yes. they put a totally different package in and they let the dogs And their energy changes. And their energy changes. Go bro. after the quarterback. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to worry about setting right. the edge. You don't have to worry about staying in your lane. It's just go. So if you've never watched and paid attention to situational football, this is a good game to do it because you'll notice, like what Nate said, if you get in a passing situation where you know they have to throw third and seven – you know, two and eleven, right? Like it's a whole different ball game with these these pass rushers they have. So. You know, the the thing about it, Kurt, is when you you looked at the first game, and that's why I, t- I don't take nothing the first two or three weeks too serious. All all you want after three games, any team saying, you know, if we just can get two of these, we in the hunt. We in the hunt because uh, everybody start finding their sea legs at, after that. Everybody start knowing who they are. You know, uh, I, I got great respect for Phillip Rivers, and I got great respect for Joy Bolzer and the other kid, Ingram, who plays that defensive end, other outside linebacker. I got great respect for certain certain players, but I just don't see, and I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, I don't see the Chargers being that good. You know, the way they came back in, 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 in thir- 12 minutes, uh, uh, 10 minutes, what they did was extra extraordinary. Uh I just believe that we are a better team than the Chargers. Our offensive line is better. Our running back is definitely, I think, better. So, you know, we'll see. But we going on the road to them, they've got a victory, and they know they squeaked by. They want to show, this, they want to show the fans and prove to themselves they're better than that. And what better team than to do it against than a team that plays uh, – Great offense, you know. You 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 know you can you can erase everything that San Diego Chargers did to you by stymieing the Dallas Cowboys. Well, the reason the Cowboys won beat the Giants was they controlled the line of scrimmage on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball, and it goes to everything you just said. Any any game, you got to control the line of scrimmage. Can they do this against the Broncos? Not only on offense, but on, on the defense. Now too. on the, on on the defensive end, you know, and and, and I keep it real. This is this is what 
you have to, it's a thin line for a coach because by the same token, you telling, hey, 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 Shannon, the beard, look here. Uh, man, you had a great game. You got two sacks, man. You got a hit for loss, you know. And then you turn around and say, but it was against the Giants off his line. That, that dude wasn't too good. But the dudes you playing is better. So it's a thin line of how you got to present this. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like you got to build on what you did last week. You know, the guy that you played against, he was okay. He's professional. But this guy here got a little better technique. You, we, we're expecting the same results. They, the Cowboys, what you have to do, if you're going to be a championship team and you're going to be a team that win, win 10 or more games every year, your defense has to travel. Mm -hmm. when, when nothing else travels, your defense have to travel. Uh, that – Seattle, Denver, uh, New England, Pittsburgh Steelers, even, even in their down years, they, your defense has to be what carries you. Mm -hmm. Offense, that's great, but your defense has to carry you because when you go on the road, it's cold. When you go on the road, it's raining. And, you know, you may have a quarterback that can't grip the ball as well. You may have receivers that don't catch as well in the cold, and it does happen. Hitting somebody, man, makes you feel warm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that you 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 want to be you want to be ready. Defense travels, man. You want to be warm. Yeah. So Kurt, yeah. Nate's given us a couple of a couple of keys to Cowboys victories. Stay ahead of the chains. Keep them guessing on on what you're doing. Passing. Stay in stay right. in uh, situations where you can pass or run. Don't turn the ball over. Hold on to the ball. What's a couple of keys to victory for you? Well, I, it's hard to argue with what he just said. I mean, I can't, think – Wait, wait, you can't, I, <laughs> you can't take Nate's points. You no, got to make I, something up. Well, you know, the line of scrimmage thing. Like you I don't just, have to make that <laughs> – stop, beer. I just said line of scrimmage, fool. Did you not hear that? Are you listening? <laughs> but, I, you know, and we mentioned it some yesterday. I'd like to see <laughs> – You bring it the worst setting, Kurt. Yes, the best. I've never seen Kurt. I bring it as A game. The things he said <laughs> – Called us clowns. Just talk like this normally. Or it's just him. It's him. It's okay. Him. Only to the kids okay. at home. Yeah. I would like to see uh, Dez do something in set secondary. And I'm not saying I, I do think that Zeke's the key. They got to run the ball. Say it again, though, brother. That, want, that key there is awesome. Yeah. Say I, want, it again. I want Dez to, to. He's had trouble before with tough cornerbacks, and there's a couple of tough ones on the Broncos. I'd really like to see him produce you know in this game they need him to produce do you think do, man, we, man. we talked about this wow that's real bro do you think they're going to try to try too hard to get him involved I hope early not. I you hope think not. they should no. no no even going against a couple of corners like this you think if they take him out of the game and he doesn't get any targets in the first quarter he's going to check out no he's not going to check out pick your spots i mean don't force it I, what you let, let me ask you this right here Every time, and I'm giving you the answer, every time they throw Dez the ball, nine out of ten times, what route is it? It's a deep one. I mean, he's down the sideline, isn't it? Don't you think they know that? Too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm sitting there saying, oh, okay, and then guess what pass he caught is when he did a little wiggle, came across the middle, that's the pass he caught. That's something he did totally – and that's what I tell people – when you, they ain't dumb either, okay, but they're going to throw like each quarter, they're going to throw one deep when it does. Be ready. Mm -hmm. And you play that. 
And then when you do something different, all of a sudden the cornerback on the ground or he, lo- he loses leverage. Why? Williams, T. Williams, he was running different angles, different deals. He caught six, seven passes. That, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, the only thing you can count on to be almost a sure thing if you're good at it is slants. Like Michael Irvin, he, he knew how to catch that slant. He knew how to catch it with the lead when there wasn't nobody in there. He'll peek in there. And ain't nobody in there. He'll see where the where the where the safety can't get him quick enough, or the line outside linebacker can't get him quick enough, or the middle linebacker can't get him. And he'll catch it with a lead where he can run. Or he'll see, oh, if I go up in there, I got to catch it with my body and cradle and turn my body and catch it with my body. No, he he was smart like that because the Cowboys have that guy now. Somebody will get in there and run the slant. I think Dez could be that guy. It could be. Uh, the slant is so dangerous, mm. and you got to have a guy. You know, Norv Turner used to tell Mike, Mike, we got, we, you know, we got a call. You got to give it up for the team. And Mike, like, I'm ready, you know, because on certain downs, certain teams give you certain plays, and for some reason, on certain downs, they would give, they would just give us that. But but they knew that you had to pay a price. That linebacker was gonna give you that because it's gonna give him a free shot to split your wig. Mm-hmm. And so Mike was ready for it. Mm. A lot of people ain't ready for no. that. I wouldn't be ready for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, my what my big key to the game is really it's two things, but they kind of play off each other. One is the Broncos we know have a great defense. Combat their defense with your defense. Bring the pressure because what I saw the other night when they played the Chargers is when Simeon gets happy feet, he can make some mistakes. He gets the ball out quick, so you got to get to him fast. The other part of that is control the ball. Run Zeke. Run Zeke every play if you need to. Control the clock. Keep the offense on the field. Beat that defense down. Wear them out to where when you get to the third and fourth quarter, they're so beat up, and, and Zeke's run all over them to where you can't open up the passing game a little bit. With, with, with this kid, Simeon, you have to hit him, though. You have to hit him because he is a movement quarterback. He's, not, he's not a, a big running guy. Isn't he a tall guy? Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a lanky, lanky, lanky guy, right? wiry guy. He's the type of guy that – 6'3", 220. You got to hit him. You know, because they they don't mind rolling him out. He don't mind moving around. Ask Joey Boza. You know, he don't mind moving around. But it, it's the it's the contact that quarterbacks don't like. It's that it's that contact of when they when they can't follow through. You hurry them and they can't follow through. So you gotta hit him. You know, uh, and I'm gonna tell you another thing. If they can just make early in the game, let them let them run. If you can just stop C.J. Anderson or Jamal Chow, I mean, just cold-blooded. If you can just stop him, now you now now uh, you got a chance to make him one-dimensional. Make him beat you with the but pass. What what scares me is what scares me is no no Scandrick, Anthony Brown, Nolan Carroll, Awuzie. Samuels, Thomas, them dudes, them dudes, them dudes can play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, them dudes can play. 
and they can run routes. If you watch the film, and I said this yesterday, if you watch them, a lot of times that kid was getting hit, and 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 it's like he threw it before they was coming out of their breaks, and they was right there, and and, and that that right there, that's dangerous, because our guys. And this is the smoke and mirrors thing that you got to be careful of. And this is why I say Rob Marinelli's working, got a re- he's working his magic of letting these guys know that, yes, you played well, but what you're facing this week is way better, way better than what you faced last week. Let's, do, let's go to the other side of the, of the coin. The Broncos win if, Kurt, you started off. <laughs> Well, if they shut down the passing game, I mean, well, not so much the passing game, but I guess even more specifically, if uh, Von Miller goes nuts, yeah, it's going to be a rough night so for the offense. Pretty much, if Von is yeah, Vaughn. so if they <laughs> shut down the run game and they go into a pass mode, if they get behind, Watch and out. they go into a pass mode, that that leaves Von Miller and the other kid, uh, Shaquille Barrett, to get turned loose, and they got a guy named Wolf, and they got. Uh, Brandon Marshall, linebacker, you know, you don't want to cut them guys loose, and then they got a little safety blitz they'll bring up every now and then too. But I'm going to tell you what's, what's amazing, man, is uh, they win if C.J. Anderson rushed for over 100 yards, man. Boom. Yeah. If C.J. Anderson yeah. rushed for over 100 yards, that takes the safety out of the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And now Brown and Awuzier and Nolan Carroll got to deal with these guys all over the field. You know that, yeah. so it isolates those guys. Yeah, it isolates those guys. You, you. Last week, man, I'm telling you, they like just keep these guys in front of us. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't, they ain't finna kill you. They just keep them in front of you, <laughs> right? You know. And so this week here, Demarius Thomas can take you deep. Emmanuel Sanders can definitely quick as a hiccup, bro. You know what the best part of this game is this week? What's that? Well, one, it's. The second week of the NFL season. <laughs> it's just a game. But I really like this game because the Cowboys have played one game and you still don't know what they are. Right. And you don't know what they played. Right. This week, you know what they're playing. Right. You know they're playing one of the better defenses in the league. Mm. You know what this defense is. And, and the defense, they don't hide what they are. It's right. like, th- this is what we're going to do. Right. Stop us. Right. Well, Giants defense is pretty tough. I mean, we, yeah, but we think. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I mean, but the Broncos played the Chargers. We're not sure. But see, week the, two, man, we don't know for sure. But but we know this is what we do know is that we got a talented offense and they got a talented defense. We knew that last week against the Giants. True. But this is what makes it nice. Their offense had great success. Our defense had great success. Who are the more real of the two? Right. You know, and I think that's what you're going at. Right. Who are the more real of the two? Yep. Uh, uh, Is what the offense for uh, Denver, what they did against what uh, the Chargers the first half, or the first three quarters, was that what what we're going to get Sunday? Are we going to get that fourth quarter Broncos? Right. You know, where they didn't do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where where uh, Ingram, and I, I want to say the kid name is Ingram, and Joy Bosa took over. Yeah. You know, and so uh, will Leary play that injury report? Well, you know, we got to find out tomorrow. Where's Leary at in the uh, concussion protocol? Because he is a difference maker for them. He plays right guard. And they got another dude, uh, 
that they got out of free agency. Yeah, Kurt, see if the practice the practice reports come out yet. You they haven't for today. The yeah, um, Larry did not practice yesterday. Right. Yesterday. yesterday, so concussion. Uh, I, I tell you, ladies, right here, man. C.J. Anderson is healthy, and they believe in him. And he 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 early in that game, he was a factor. And and if he rushed for 110, 115 yards on say like twenty five carries, I mean the Cowboys ain't doing what they need to do, man. And see, I'm looking for Demarcus Lawrence. I'm looking for a little bit more out of uh, Tyrone Crawford this week. Uh, Malik Collins and, and, and Stephen Pye continue to be yourselves. And this is where I, I want uh, Mr. Charlton to be a little bit more. I want Tapper to be a little bit more. And I'm talking about versus the run because they are a play-action team just like us. When C.J. Anderson is doing what he got to do, they're a boot and waggle team, too. That they, that, well, they had the potential to be a boot and waggle team, too, just like us. Mm-hmm. You know, their they quarterback ain't small. He's just, uh, he just a lean guy. He's like 6'3", 220. Yeah. And he probably really is 6'2 six, six, and a half, two you know, 210, 215. So he, he look, he's like Kurt's size. You thump him and fly up against that wall. <laughs> I wish I was 6'2". <laughs> well, you stay on that tackle, Kurt. Let's take our second break of the day. When we come back, we're going to just give it to Kurt and see what he can come up with. <laughs> Free ball it. Hang in with the boys. We'll be back directly. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Final segment of Thursday, Nate Nude. Yes, sir. Kurt Daniels. Hello. Shannon Gross. We are here at the Star in Frisco. You don't have to put up with us too much longer. Hey, man. A bit. Suffering. Hey, you know what? I love you, Josh. I mean, oh. oh <laughs> we, we miss Josh. Hey, no, you don't know, you don't know the reason I did that. 
Why? Because you, you told him, yeah, man, up until I was in a certain grade, I had me. My imaginary friend. <laughs> so I got an imaginary friend named Josh. I wanted, I wanted to scream. Man. I was like, wow, man. I did. My mom actually worried about me. She took me to the doctor and asked him if she should be worried, and they were like, no, no, especially in with only children. Yeah. A lot that of wasn't the doctor. They, they yeah, it was. What it was not the psychiatrist. It was a doctor. It was my. I was a voodoo woman. He from Louisiana. <laughs> you know what? She she tried to call in the other day. <laughs> yeah. I, I texted her and told her to. She said she she called and called and it was busy and busy and then it rang and it just kept ringing. Well, what's Douglas doing in there? I don't know. So she's gonna call back tomorrow. That ought to be fun. Awesome. With football football questions. Mrs. Maybe. Shannon, there. Mama Debbie, Shannon. Debbie. Mama Gross. That's Mama what we Gross. Call her. All right. Yeah. I like it. So we kind of we skipped around with Keith left earlier, but I want to talk a little bit more about Keith and having a fullback in this offense and, and what it does for Zeke or, or whoever else is back there. Nate, what what is having and you, you said he gets in there and he really digs those linebackers out, and I'm sure him playing on the defensive side of the ball, he sees it different than than a lot of guys that have only been offense their whole lives. They know where the mic is, where the where the Sam is, and, and where these guys are going to move based off of what formation they're in. Depending on whether they bring a safety or not, if they bring a safety up, then he's just another man that's blocking another. If they don't, it gives you an extra double team somewhere because you can isolate a linebacker. and Either you can isolate a down lineman with a trap block by him, and then you can double somewhere else because you got an extra man. When you, know. and you you played with one of the best fullbacks to ever play the game, in, Moose Jones, Moose, and one of if not the best, you know, halfback to play the game. Yeah, in, in Emmett, how much of Emmett's success throughout the years were because he had such a great fullback leading the way for it? You, you know, it gets to the point where some running backs are truly go. Off of their fullbacks, uh, a, lot of, a lot of running backs run, and, they, and a fullback messes them up because they see the hole different. Mm-hmm. But when you get a fullback that can see it from what his running back perspective is, now they're in concert. Now, now you set up blocks. You know, like when he digs somebody out of hit or shoulder, Zeke knows just how to jump and spin or, or get out or jump around or do whatever he got to do or just keep plowing forward depending on what his fullback do. So uh, a fullback – and a lot of our times, the fullback, you know, we'll check to a pass and Daryl clean up a missed block. Somebody wants to get a quick escape on the down line, and Daryl smiled to, to, to pick that block up. So, uh, and that'll still free him to get out of the backfield on a swing pass or something. So, uh, a fullback is invaluable, man, if he's good. And this guy's good. He, he's good, man. You know how many teams have fullbacks? I was going to ask, that was the next question, if we had any idea how many. This is. Uh, not official, but I came up with 19 of the 32 teams had fullbacks. Yeah. Wow. And how many of the top 10 you listed yesterday? How many of them how, have fullbacks? How many? Eight. Wow. And the two that a don't. A fullback is still. Two that don't is Detroit, yeah. who, you know, we question is really a contender. Right. And Philadelphia. Philly Tell you what, man. Mm. But the others, all those other top teams all have fullbacks. Well, you be weary of Philly, man. I can't. Uh, can't even mention uh, Philly without uh, Nate going. Wow. Uh, 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 I'm gonna tell you something, man. Philly, Philly. Uh, I, I admire what they've done. I mean, within two years, they 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 have wiped out every 
and I think this guy was one of the greatest college coaches that coached Oregon. I, I think what he did there was so tremendous. I thought he would be a super uh, NFL coach. He disappointed me, man. Why? Why does the college <clears throat> game not translate to the pro game? Because you have to think as a professional. What's that mean? I mean, you have to know plays. You have to know schemes. In college, you don't have to know. You can just be the best athlete, and they and they and they can make it where you can win. I mean, as far as from the coaching position, like coaches that try to transition from college, like like Chip Kelly, like you know Nick Saban, like Spurs, because he thought Nick Saban didn't want to be a, a pro coach. He could have been one of the best, but he didn't want to be. Uh, coach thought he could bring. That 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 don't work. What he's doing don't work. It just it just did not work. The, the gimmick offense. But, but the... Jimmy worked because right. Jimmy. What people didn't understand is, Jimmy Jimmy like the, the coverages they ran. In college, were good against certain things. Then he he's like man, this coverage don't work against this this and this. It worked every time because he had superior athletes. Well, now you run against superior, the best of the best. So he did that. He brought he brought a guy and he learned. Okay, did coverages. He learned the difference in the coverages. He was willing to make adjustments to the program pro game if it benefited him being a better coach and a better better team. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, college coaches be like, ah, well, ah, well, you ain't got the best no more, brother. Right, yeah, and I think a you lot know? of those too. They're not used. To, I mean, they're like God in college. Those, those yeah. poor kids. It's their their Word, you know, their way, yeah. the highway. When you get to the pros, some of these guys would be like, that don't work. <laughs> so it's the overall, the kind of yeah. culture that they come scene. from. And yeah, you know, yeah. Pete Carroll, the first time he went, went pro was with the Jets, and that didn't work out, but then it worked out okay with Seattle. Blue Holtz didn't yeah. do well when he went to the NFL. But even when he left the Jets, Pete Carroll was a good pro coach, but he just didn't. A lot, a lot of times you don't be given opportunities. Uh I just don't think no coach should be hired uh, without the ability to have four years, uh, not a contract of four years, but given a four-year where he can do four years at that at that one spot. You know, people say, well, that's giving up a lot. Of, you, If you're getting a college coach, I mean a pure college coach, you got to give him an opportunity to see if he really wants to be a pro coach. Because it, it is different. You you can't you you can have five dummies running down the field at wide receiver, literally in college. You can't have five dummies in the NFL running down. Because if you have a smart quarterback, now you're saying to yourself, the quarterback's sitting there like, wow, ain't none of these dudes running, right? Ran. So you guessing. <laughs> you, you guessing at where you got to throw the ball. It come up an interception. You know, you don't want to call your receiver out. So now you 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 done through twenty five interceptions and, and eighteen of them because the guy ran the wrong route or didn't know where to yeah. be or didn't care to be there. I think that's a part of the game that that most people don't realize. A lot of guys that aren't in the league are superior athletes. Yes, they, they have are. all the tools, but you have to be. Now you don't have to be book smart. You don't have to have a high IQ. You've got to be football smart. Yeah. And you have to be real freaking smart in some of these positions, offensive linemen, to remember these schemes. You know how thick their playbook is? It's insane. Quarterback, you have to be really smart. Some of these guys coming from college have all the talent in the world, and you wonder why, you know, why they're not in the league. 
a lot of people don't realize how football smart you have to be to just get the game at the pro level. Some teams have a, a, a you know, they, they 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 do it regardless. They 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 keep a bunch of those type guys regardless. And some teams just don't tolerate like nah. And I give you, remember Ocho Cinco, Ocho Cinco, yeah, Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. Okay, Cincinnati, he was the man. How long did he last with the Patriots? Uh, not one season, maybe. If that, he didn't make the whole season, did he? Much more. Than after the that. first, about game, as long as he rode. I remember that after bull. the first game. <laughs> Kind of like Alvin Harper in Tampa. I remember the first game he said, uh, and he he and he was with the uh, Patriots, and he made a statement. Uh, man, the way, man, the way they operate now, I don't think he caught a pass. Man, the way they operate, and Teddy Bruschi gave him away the next day because he was in the booth for uh, for the uh, ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. He said, "Well, if you learn your plays." Called him straight out. Called him out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we you know we've been you know what's called off. I always liked him. Belichick has always liked Ocho Cinco. Mm-hmm. Always, man. I, if I ever get a chance to get him, I'm gonna get him. Well, he got him, and come to find out, duh. <laughs> I mean, I, and believe it now, and see one thing about it now, I, I wasn't the smartest cookie on the block. I wasn't. I wasn't the one first cookie coming off the cookie cutter either. You know, but. I learned quick that you gotta you gotta learn the basics. You gotta learn something if you want to be competitive and uh, and let your athletic ability show. You gotta be able to learn something. You gotta know how to split somebody's wig. Yeah. <laughs> how much time do you think per week you spent in the play studying in the playbook? Oh man, once we got the plays down because we had a simple playbook. Mm-hmm. Once you got the plays down, it was just adjusting to the uh, different defensive fronts. And, you know, everybody run two or three different multiple – everybody back when I played didn't run multiple fronts. Like, you, you'll see some teams, boy, they'll they line up all kind of crazy ways. And, the, and the, we didn't have to worry about that unless we was playing the Steelers. The Steelers was the, one of the teams that zone blitzed and did all the crazy things. And the Carolina Panthers did all that. But normally the Redskins uh, – oh, yeah, and the Eagles – with the old coach, I think he's passed away. Great defensive coordinator, Buddy Ryan. Uh, no, no, it's no, no. another guy. <clears throat> uh, he, Johnson. Kirk? Johnson. Yeah, Mr. Coach Johnson. He <laughs> he would mix things up pretty well with the Eagles. Oh yeah. yeah. Why are you smiling, Kurt? I uh, was going over some notes. I apologize. I kind of no, no. What are they? <laughs> are they funny notes? You can't smile. You can't smile no, unless was, you tell us. No, it's completely off the off the. No, we only have a couple minutes left. Let's go off. Well, I thought there's. In today's, in uh, Jason Garrett's press conference. They talk about the altitude. They did ask about the altitude again. (laughs) And they asked about Jason Witten as the modern Mr. Cowboy. That was the other one they were going to bring up. One of the reporters asked, we all know Bob Blaze is Mr. Cowboy, but would you consider Witten the modern day? And, Uh And Garrett's response was, he said a lot, but... Main one was Witten fits into the conversation with all those. Ah! <laughs> well, but, but first, first he <laughs> said no, no, he say Witten fits into the conversation with all of those guys. Yeah, all those yes. greats. All, all of those greats. Bob Lilly. But Bob Roger Stallback. No, no, no. And those are great. But those that was the first. The first names he said were first. You're talking about Bob Lilly, Lilly. and yeah. a guy like Roger Staubach. Right. Yeah, and he gave them the credit due. Right, and then he yeah. gave Witten. 
Come on, bro. The, the, the credit. That's dude. exactly <laughs> what I meant. Well, you. I did, wasn't saying he you was didn't better. Say than like you did you did not what? say it like I'm that. You did not say it like that. Louisiana. A lot of times, stuff comes out of my mouth before my brain. <laughs> like we'll be stuff. back in directly. Uh, I thought that was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I got that They literally brought up. You think he's the modern day Mr. Cowboy? That, <laughs> that is all. They listened to the show. <laughs> so. yeah. But you notice what they had to say? Modern day, right? Because because everybody that is a real cowboy fan. That's true blue to the game. Even the babies that's being born today, their mamas are saying, Lily. Lily. <laughs> you want to know something else that's funny? When I was waiting on all the guys to come out of practice, Cheeto walked by and I said, you ready for this weekend? You ready to go back? He's like, oh, yeah, man. I was like, is that altitude going to mess with you now that you've been gone? No, no, no. I'm still good. I'm good. He goes, I might, I might, go, I might go for a little run just to test it out just to make sure. And I was like, okay. All right, I had to throw that in there so I could bring that. And also, I think it was Eric that wanted us to ask Dan Bailey about the kickoff. I haven't seen him right. yet. Okay. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So as soon as I see him, uh, it's still on my radar. And we're taking fan calls tomorrow, by the way. Oh, yeah, big-time yes, fan calls. We might even do the whole show with nothing yeah, oh, fan that's calls. A, the more, the merrier. My mom's going to call in. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome. That's not my mom. <laughs> At least I hope it is going to be awesome. It's gross. I mean, some some stuff's happened since I've been back home. If that's my mom, like <laughs> Shane, <I'm> a, uh, <laughs> why don't she, she put on some Tommy John's? Yeah, uh, <laughs> she ain't gonna call in now. Tuck this into your pocket, but think of a list of pro coaches who went to college and did well. Ooh, the opposite, right? That's tough too. And I also, I think Dennis Green transitioned well from. Oh, uh, we had one from the Dallas Cowboys went to the Bama. Oh, yeah, Jim Stallings. Stallings. Yep. Yeah, uh, yep. Les Miles. You know, well, I mean, Les head coaches really is what I'm really talking about. Gene was a head coach. Les Miles. Yeah, was he was coach. with the Cardinals. Oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about they left head coaching positions and went back down. That's went, right. Yeah, head coach right. NFL okay. down to college. Okay, yeah. Stallings was. And, but, yeah, Stallings yeah. still counts. Miles yeah. Was yeah. Miles wasn't. He was a tight end coach. You know, like my Cowboys fit polo that I got? Pretty snazzy. That is. Isn't that's that sharp. How'd you pull that off? Had to do an on-air piece for uh, one of their trainers over there next door. By the way, Cowboys Fit is part of the star, and it's a public gym that you can buy memberships to, and it's one of the nicest gyms I've ever been in. Yep. One of their uh, trainers that they've had since they opened, one of his clients was the head trainer for the New York Knicks' wife. And he, got, he gave York. her – the Knicks. New York Knicks, the basketball team right. in New York. That's some degrees of separation from Knicks Kevin Bacon wife? right there. The, the head trainer for the New York Knicks, yeah. his wife was a client of this okay. guy. All right. This guy's here in Dallas. He gave her his resume. He's going to work for the New York Knicks to be one wow. of their trainers. Isn't that a cool story? Cool wow. Story. So, yeah, we did a little uh, segment over in the studio. Some investigative with, reporting yeah, right cool. there. Yeah. So, you guys got anything else you want to talk about in the last minute or two? Nate's like nah, we, Nate's like we done gone to the the, the gym next door. I just be I be looking at I be looking at you, man. I, sometimes oh, Nate. Okay, yeah, I don't have time for this. Bye bye. If if you don't watch uh, watch us live, sometimes Nate just puts his head down on the desk <laughs> and just shakes his head or puts his head in his hand and shakes his head and is just like, I, I, hey, I, whatever. Sometimes the audience knows this. You guys don't know it, but sometimes when Nate has just a look of disbelief at something you were saying or I'm saying or Kurt saying. I'll just switch the camera so it's only looking at Nate. <laughs> so everybody can see. <laughs> I mean, wow. But everybody I'm, knows I'm, what kind of idiots we are. Nate's but I'm going to tell you what, man. Uh, Keith's 
Keith was impressive. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's he nice was impressive, man. Got a good head on his shoulders. Man, got you know six times. We should have got a wow, wow, wow on my man Kurt. I love you, Kurt. But you should have got a wow, wow, wow. You got two sisters. I right, add eight more. Yeah, no. <laughs> starts with a T. Yeah, ends with an N. Would you say six times what? He was called up and down, and before he finally made the roster. So I mean, yeah. it's impressive that what he's able that to is, and you know what? Through. What I liked about what he said. Put me wherever I got a chance to get on the field. Like, not selfish at all. Like, you know, I might want to play this position, but if I'm going to get out there and it's got to be special teams, let me contribute to the team. He wants that active roster paycheck. Well, that too. It's probably a little bit to do with it. Wait, wait, wait to just put a damper on what we on something good to be. Hey. Saying. Oh, no, no. I, that's a good incentive. You know how we, wrong with that. You know how we have a cough button in here? We yeah. need to have a Douglas button. <laughs> we just hit it and he's not allowed to say anything that goes out over the air. <laughs> hey, I think that's an admirable quality to want to be on get an active roster paycheck. Oh, are you showing me that that's the picture that only had two of his ten sisters in it? <laughs> <laughs> his mom, Keith, and two sisters. Did, did, it, did you read? We ran that story for Oh, so did you read? No, I don't read your stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. Can't even get you to write an underwear 10 second <laughs> read. Well, boys, it's been fun hanging with you guys. We're going to get this thing figured out one of these weeks, and we're gonna actually going to have a good show. Oh, yeah, man. We got Good one luck. more to fans <laughs> tomorrow call in. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take calls tomorrow. We're going to talk Denver Broncos, Dallas Cowboys, and whatever else comes up. He got a little Denver pad over there, some paper with Denver. You want Denver. some of that? It does. Wow, that's pretty sweet right Game there. Game notes? Wow. I, got, I got this one for you upstairs. And I'll, I'll take the Cowboys. I don't sell out like that. There you go. Well, <laughs> Kurt Daniels. Thank you, Kurt. Nate Thank Newton, you. Douglas, and Kent. Shannon Gross, we'll talk to you guys Yeah, get tomorrow. the active paycheck. Bye-bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!